0: Matthew 22, 35 through 40 and I'm sorry I didn't get the we got about three quarter or about a fourth of the way here and we looked at him, he didn't have his pants on so we had to turn around and go get his pants off the kitchen table <laughs> Amen so I'm sorry you don't have the verses up there Michael your brother hurt sorry and one of them, an expert in the law, asked a question to test him. Teacher, which command in the law is the greatest? And he said to him, love the Lord your God with all your heart. You may be seated. It's a heart issue. BLM, KKK, Black Panther Party, it's a heart issue. Old issues Southern issues, northern issues, it doesn't matter. It's a heart issue. It's a love issue. You can't look at somebody and have a preconsistent idea about that person because the skin or the pigmentation of their skin or the color of their eyes or their hair or what they're wearing or the shoes that they have on the feet or the car that they drive. I don't care if you show up to my shop in a Lamborghini Huracan, which a guy did, and he walked in. You know how much money he spent in my shop? He did this cool shop, and walked out. Or if you drive in a beat-up old Pinto in my shop, we're going to treat you the same. Why? Because there's love there. We love people. We love people. We have to love people. As a child of God, I am commanded to love people. Why? Because God is love. Which of the commandments is greatest in the law? He was trying to trick Jesus. The Lord said, love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul. And with all your mind. That's every thought of every day. Your whole mindset. It's it's okay to go golfing. It's okay to take breaks. It's okay to go hunting. It's okay. but, But while you're doing that, still love God. In the midst of it, still be able to witness to people. You're not consumed by it. You're not, it doesn't overtake you. It doesn't, it doesn't have all of your thoughts because God has all of your thoughts. And, and while you're golfing, you see somebody over there, and the Lord prompts you, hey, go give him a church card, or go, he needs prayer, or his daughter just died. Why don't you go comfort him? Or, or, but if you can't, if you're so consumed by playing golf or doing something like, and I'm beating up on playing golf, anything, tennis, anything, whatever you're doing. If you're in band, Russell, and you're playing your instrument and God prompts you, hey, you need to go pray pray for him or, or a thought comes to your mind, hey, you need to go do that. Why is God doing that? Because he's trying to use you to show his love to somebody else. It's called a light and it's burning within you and people can see it. It's not the dress that's the light. It's the love of God that's the light. That's why people can come down this altar and they can pray all the way to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And you can instantaneously tell a difference. It doesn't matter what they are wearing. It's the love of God that's within them. And if it's not the love of God. And they say, well, you got to do this. 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 He said it. Holiness is separation. Yes, it is a Separation. But it's the love of God that leads and guides. It's the love of God that says, hey, 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 won't you draw a little closer to me? Won't you draw a little nearer to me? Won't you come over here and be with me and sup with me? All your mind. This is the greatest and the most important command. The second is like it. What is the second? love your neighbor <laughs> as yourself goodness this world is not just to put money in your pocketbook <laughs> it's not just about your job it's not just about the daily grind and i understand monday and tuesday and wednesday's coming and you have to go to work and you got to you have to go out there, and you've got to do it. But the, the thing is, if you can just love God and love your neighbor, letting God's love flow through you to somebody else. God goes on to say, all the law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. Commands, sorry. Deuteronomy 6, 1 through 9. This is the command, the statutes, and the ordinances the Lord your God has instructed me to teach you so that you may follow them in the land you are about to enter and possess. Who could have seen where we are now ten years ago? God give us a boldness and a faith to look COVID right in the face. And it's not just a virus. It's going to be something else and something else. And it's pushing at the church. It's pushing at the people of God. It's pushing at your spirits. Hey, be timid. Have fear. But that is not what we need to do. Boldness. That's totally against what these scriptures say. Boldness and faith need to come into our lives. Into the land that you're about to possess. Do this so that you may fear the Lord your God all the days of your life by keeping all his statutes and commands. I am giving you your son and your grandson, and so that you may have a long life. Listen, Israel, and be careful to follow them, so that ye may prosper and multiply greatly, because the Lord. Is your God of your fathers has promised you a land flowing with milk and honey. Listen Israel. The Lord your God. The Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul. And with all your strength. These words that I'm giving to you today are to be in your heart. But it doesn't just stop there. You can't just have them in your heart. Man of God, father of your house, it can't just be in your heart. Jimmy, David, Connor, it can't just be in your heart. David, brother brother, brother, uh, Porter, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hitting first names here. <laughs> brother Porter, brother Jones, brother Yealy, brother Jones, brother Graham, brother Wallace, brother Hanson, Pastor Hanson. It can't just be in our hearts. What do we have to do next? It says put it in your hearts and repeat them to your children. School system's about to just go bonkers. It is gone bonkers. What if this was our schoolmaster? If we do homeschool our children, I hope and pray that you take at least maybe 10, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, just read something. Because we're repeating to our children the words of God. There, in fact, the love of God is shown from us to them. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them. I woke up this morning with my mind. I sing songs just like my dad sings. I'm my dad's son. We'll just start going off in song. Every night I put Clara to sleep and Jeremiah to sleep, I said, "You want to talk to Jesus, Jeremiah? Yes, you want to talk to Jesus, Jeremiah Yes, yeah. and we'll sit and we'll rock and we'll talk to God because I want them I want them to feel God because this world does not like my children. Do you see what's going on in this world if you have children that are small like me?" Do you see what's going on? Pedophilia is running rampant. They just had a big march in England. They're out in front of Westminster Abbey. And they're out in front of all those big buildings. I can't remember the buildings. And they're demanding for change. Because it's in every level of government. It's crooked. It's crazy. It's sinful. And what are we supposed to do about it? We're supposed to start with the small things. Bubba, you want to go talk to Jesus? Yes. I'm instructed. I'm commanded. I'm mandated to show that boy and to show my girl love. You know what song I was singing? (laughs) To Clara. And I don't know why she was going to sleep because I was singing it. (laughs) I was singing, I'm going to the enemy's camp. And I'm taking it back, back what he stole from me. I'm taking it back, taking back what he stole from me. Taking it back, taking back. All that joy, I'm taking it back. All my peace, I'm taking it back. All that thing, all the news they can have, all that trash. I'm taking back godliness. I'm taking back righteousness. I'm taking back holiness. I'm taking back one God message to my family. I'm taking back God. I'm putting Him in here so I can transmit Him out because that's my mandate. What I have to do. Write them on your doorposts. Of your houses and on your gates. If your kids are having bad dreams, if your wife's having bad dreams, here's a cure. Go to the doorpost of your home. Start praying. Ask God to come in your home. Take a Bible. I stand on it. Stand on that Bible. Anoint that doorpost with your wife. Start praying. That's what me and my wife did. Instantly, bad dreams went away. Moved into a new house. Why? It's not magical. It's not superstition. This is real. Heaven is real. No matter how much Hollywood tries to portray it to be something magical and make-believe. It's not cartoons, kids. This is real. Coming to church, this is real. Feeling God's presence is real. Crying and receiving the Holy Ghost is real. It's real. You have the power. You can pray. Anoint the doorpost on the house and on your gates. I pray over my property. Every inch of my property, I pray. I, I, I take that scripture to its full. John 15, 12, and 14. Is this okay? This is all he gave me. This is what I'm doing. John 15, 12 through 14. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. That means if Antifa or any terrorist organization comes to those front doors, busts in here, you know what I'm supposed to do? Love them. those kids there and my wife you better believe it that's love too see love's just not just emotion it's action if my father of many years left me when I was one and told me before he left I love you and came back in 40 years and say hey I still love you Would I know that he had loved me? No. You know why? He wasn't there. That's why he said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. He's always there, every second of every day. Of every hour when you sleep. He's there guarding you. It doesn't matter what's happening. He's there. He's closer than the mention of his name. Why? Because he loves you. That's why. That's why my father didn't do that. He said, Logan, I love you. Now I'm going to work. I'm doing that. And I love it. I love seeing my babies when I can. Bring them home a small Hot Wheels car. Watching their face light up when I get home and Bubba runs to the door and I hear him coming. Daddy! Boom! He hits the door and he's trying to open it real quick. It's a labor of love. It's not a one-time ordeal. It's not a one-time thing. It doesn't just happen and then you walk out these doors and everything's hunky-dory and everything's fine. And, or you receive the Holy Ghost just one time and then everything's hunky-dory or everything's fine. Or, or you have a good prayer meeting just one time and everything's hunky-dory and everything's fine. Or or Brother Hanson preaches a good message and, and everything's hunky-dory or everything's fine. No. You know what he has to do? Between that Sunday night and that good message. And the Wednesday night. He has to go labor in love. He's got to open that word back up. He has to get God speak to me again. These people need something. I want you to talk to me. Because they need something. Lord I need you to pour some love out into my spirit. That I may be able to transmit your love to these people. These beautiful people. Lord talk to me. Give me something. 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 That can take somebody by the hand and says, I love you. Let me be a transmitter of your love. Mark 15 and 21. Love always moves you out of the driver's seat. Pops you in the passenger seat. And puts God in the driver's seat. When you love God, you are not in control. Think of Corey Tamboon. How did she keep on loving God in a Nazi concentration camp? How did that woman, while watching her family and her friends, murdered? We think we're in persecution, right? Murdered, killed, destroyed, shot, gas chambers. How did that woman still live for God? How did she have faith? How could she have said that she felt God in some of the darkest places? Because she had the love of God. That's how. Mark fifteen twenty one. They forced a man coming in from the country who was pressing by to carry Jesus' cross. He was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander of Rufus, Rufus. And they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means skull place. They tried to give him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. Then they crucified him. And divided his clothes. Casting lots for them. Deciding what each would get. God let me not look at people for their clothes. They did not even know that they had just crucified the king of kings. They did not know what they had just done. But they were worried about his clothes. Worried about his clothes taking lots to decide which would get what. Now it was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge written against him, the king of the Jews. They crucified two criminals with him, one on his right and one on his left. So the scripture was fulfilled that says, and he was counted among We look at Israel and we see how throughout Scripture they turn from God. So God sins. They live for God, sorry. They live for God so, for so many years and then they turn from God. And then God sends an opposing, rises up an opposing kingdom. Brings them in. Overtakes them. Rules for a little bit. But then God's mercy, God's compassion, God's grace allows Israel to overtake them. And then come back in a relationship with God. They do that for so many years. They do that for so many years. They live out that time being. And then you see a falling away, a building of the groves, the detestable gods, people start worshiping. Then you see God rise up, another king, overtake Israel over and over and over. It's a pattern. God, let my life, let our relationship not be like that. God, let me be so close to you that I can hear your voice when you talk to me. That I don't start worshiping the detestable gods. That you bring people in to overtake me and you. Jesus. I want to be close to you, Lord. I want to be near to you. Those who passed by, the people that passed by were yelling insults at him and shaking their heads and saying, Ha, the one who would demolish the sanctuary and build it in three days. Save yourself. By coming down off the cross, what does that have anything to do with labor of love? Well, my friend, let me tell you God, in all his wisdom and all his power, chose to stay on that cross for you so that you, in return, could have a relationship with him. So that He, in return, can give you the fullness of the labor of love. It's called salvation. Salvation is the greatest gift of love you could ever receive in your life. Why? Because it's saying, Sister Hanson, you're mine. Brother Jones, you're mine. Russell, you're mine. Mom, you're mine. Brenna, you're mine. Granny, and dad, you're mine. Layton, you're mine. Brother Yealy, you're mine. Cutler, you're mine. Sierra, you're mine. LJ, you're mine. Cheyenne, you're mine. Lauren, you're mine. Felicity, you're mine. Gentry, you're mine. Sister Melody, you're mine. Brother Wallace, you're mine. Ron Henderson, you're mine. Brother Meeks, you're mine. Brother Sister Graham, you're mine. Connor, you're mine. Only if you will call me yours. The labor of love. Christ laid down His life. Laid it down willingly so that we could, the freedom of being able to sit in a, presence like, or a place like this and feel This presence. People in this world. There's people in Africa and China. People in the United States even. That don't even have this freedom. It's beautiful. God died so that you can feel His presence. But He died more so that you can have a relationship. It's not just about feeling. It's about relationship and commitment. If I told my wife. Baby I just loved you. But showed up again in 40 years. And said, I still love you. Would I still love her? No, that's not love. That's meaningless words. God, I love you. I'm so sorry. But I'll be back in 40 years. Meaningless words. Meaningless words. And they lied yet again with their mouth. And deceived him with their hearts. As the scripture says. So, they killed the Messiah. Save yourself. In that same way, the chief priests with the scribes were mocking him to one another, saying, Say, he saved others, but he cannot even save himself. Are we worried about others or ourselves? This is what God's been hitting me with you you might already be zoned out it's okay but this is what god has been talking to logan about logan come unto me logan dine with me logan have a relationship with me logan listen to me logan just talk to me logan just walk with me logan logan Don't you feel what's going on, Logan? Do you not see what's going on, Logan? Do you not hear that the door of heaven has already been opened and I have walked up to the threshold and lo, I stand at the doorway and knock. And in our western civilization of four walls and a door, we think that it's four walls and a door and God is standing at a doorway. And what we're supposed to be hearing is a knock. But no, the Scripture goes on to say, If any man hear My voice, it's your ear. It's in prayer. It's in the Word. It's in prayer. It's in the Word. It's in the preaching. It's in prayer. It's in the Word. It's in the preaching. It's in prayer, It's in the Word. It's in the preaching. It's in prayer. It's in the Word. It's in the preaching. If any man hear my voice and come unto me and sup with me and dine with me, he will be with mine. He will be mine and I will be his. Do you hear? Do you see? Do you feel what's going on, Logan? Get your house in order, Logan. Prayer the covering over your kids, Logan. Pray for your kids, Logan. Be a man, Logan. Pray harder, Logan. Pray deeper, Logan. Pray more, Logan. Read more, Logan. Just talk with me, Logan. Just hear my voice, Logan. Just be with me, Logan. Just be with me. Just be mine and I can be yours. God is real. God is real. Heaven. Is real. Hell is real. Even those that were crucified with him were taunting him. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, My God. My God, why, why have that? Have you forsaken me? But Jesus let out a loud cry and breathed his last breath. First John two, fifteen through seventeen. And I'm wrapping up. I'm almost done. Couple two, three more sec. Two more sections of verses. First John 2, 15. Do not love the world or the things that. Belong to the world. It's not the world, it's just the things that belong to that world. If anyone loves the world, the love for the Father is not in him. Oh God, help me to not love the things that are of the world. God, help me to love your things. Help me to love righteousness. Help me to put things in my, before my eyes that are a direct replication of you and not the world. Help me to find entertainment in good things. Because if not, and if I love that which is of the world, the love of the Father is not in me. For everything that belongs to the world, The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of one's life is not from the Father, but it is from the world. And the world, with its lust, is passing away. But the one who does God's will remains forever. God's perfect gift of love was salvation you know what God hit me with this week no circumstance no problem nothing you've done to people or nothing people have done to you no drug no alcohol no spirit no demonic thing no angel Not even Gabriel or Michael. Nothing can steal your salvation. Nothing. Nothing. Not one thing. We can only surrender. it. It's a labor of love. But the one who does God's will remains forever. Romans 8. 38 through 39. You can stand. Nothing you've ever done. Nothing anybody's ever done from you. It's all in your mind. It's all in your prayer walk. It's in your consecration it's in your drive to touch god it's in it's when you come to church with i don't know the next football game or or lunch on your mind or is it when you come to church with heaven on your mind what kind of atmosphere would be created if we came with heaven on our minds for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present so things that are going on right now nor things that are going to come that are going to happen fallouts at work bad relationships whatever avenue of life that comes your way whatever avenue whatever path you choose to take nothing whatever happens height nor depth nor any other creature what is a creature? it's a created thing anything that is being created by God nothing nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus it doesn't say it's going not to try to separate you from the love it's going to try it's best but if you will hold on to the love of God if you'll hold on to a prayer life, if you'll hold on to a relationship, if you'll fast if you'll pray, if you'll seek His face, it's easy living for God it's easy living for, it's not hard I've heard it's been hard my whole life I've heard it's hard but it's not hard it's not hard, it really young person, it's not hard sticking up for God It's hard running from God. You know what's hard? Waking up at night going, I know I ain't living right. I've been there. I've been there. I know if God came, that's hard. Just getting up and reading something. Just a little bit of His Word. Demons driven out by the Master. Jesus and Nicodemus Cleansing the temple complex. A generous and growing, reading Acts, reading 2 Corinthians, reading Titus, reading Hebrews. Why? Because it's in the inspired Word of God, which means God breathed. So if we can just get in His love, just get in His love. Not height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Our Lord, church, if you need something right now, the love of God is here right now. The love of God heals. The love of God protects. The love of God makes whatever is not there to be to leave. The love of God pierces every heart. The love of God goes forth and finds people to come to this altar. The love of God moves people that cannot be moved the love of God drives people that that cannot be driven it's the love of God if you want to experience that love if you're ready to leave that's fine but to the people that want to experience the love of God this altar is open. It's a sign of surrender. God, I'm giving you everything. If you want, to, if you don't feel comfortable coming up here, that is okay. But I'm fixing to go right down there and I'm going to have me a labor of love. I'm going to go talk to my master just for a little bit. If that's okay, I'll be right back. to pray this Walk morning. The water, Church, are invited. Come and pray. The and hallelujah. The Lord's way. ministering. The Lord is working here this morning. We need to respond to his voice. How we stand need to respond to the word of the Lord this morning. Promise, our hearts are lifted this day. Our hearts are reaching we toward, we toward we the Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.